Hi, this is Glenn Sanford, the host of the Working Remote Podcast. This is actually my first podcast, and I'm going to introduce you to uh, EXP Realty, a company I founded uh, about 11 years ago. We actually run the entire company fully remote, um, 28,000 people, four countries, and no corporate office. Uh, I've worked uh, literally out of my motorhome. And in this first episode, I'm going to introduce you to some of the concepts uh, uh, to maybe build a remote organization. Uh, give you some tips and ideas. So um, subscribe now and uh, enjoy this first podcast of Working Remote. Thanks. So in uh, 2008, it was kind of an interesting year for me. Uh, I had started in real estate back in 2002. Prior to that, I'd been involved in a number of technology companies and uh, founded a, uh, an e-commerce logistics company uh, back in just before the dot-com collapse. So I referred to myself a lot of times as a dot-bomber. And then and, and prior to that, I actually built uh, one of the largest online services in Western Canada. It was called Interactive Cafe. Before that, I actually did a short stint working for, for AOL. And uh, I'd been involved in, uh, again, a number of sort of technology-based companies literally since I was like, um, well, pretty young. Uh, I was uh, gotten enamored with technology starting at 12 years old. And I remember back in the 80s, there was a company that uh, sort of hit my radar. I think I was going to university at the time, University of Oklahoma. And uh, that company was called First Virtual. And it was the first virtual bank. And, and what really kind of caught my eye back at the time was the management team uh, didn't actually go to an office. They they uh, they had conference calls and they had sort of worked on, on the, the bank remotely. And uh, it was a fairly successful bank. It has a Wikipedia page, um, even today, as sort of historical reference of the uh, of the bank. But what was interesting was that they had actually, you know, they ran a fully remote organization and they, they, they did it with really limited technology compared to what we have today. And it always stuck in the back of my mind that that was one of the big powers of technology, the ability to build an organization without having to physically get together. Now, over the years, I, I worked for different organizations and I commuted to work like everybody else. I used to uh, commute to downtown Vancouver from the, uh, uh, the U.S. side of the border. And uh, uh, when there's rush hour and everything else, and, and many people can sort of re- relate to this, it, it might take an hour and a half to get to downtown Vancouver. And uh, if I left uh, downtown Vancouver at any time after 3.30, it was pretty bad trying to get home, so it made more sense to, to wait till about 6.37 at night a lot of times to actually make my way home. And and as much as I kind of enjoyed the, the downtown scene, it was a bit of a pain. And so I'd work from home one day a week uh, usually, and sometimes it was two days a week. And I just didn't fundamentally like the commute, and but had a good person I worked with, one of my mentors in business. So it was good to, to connect with him. Um, but a lot of times I'd work in my office you know, by myself and I go in, uh, drive in an hour and a half, work there, you know, all day. May, maybe have a few phone calls and then and then drive back home. And I really hadn't really engaged that much in the office because, quite frankly, there was just other meetings and other things going on. And and yet I did, you know, do my work and and uh, and and did my thing and then and then went uh, went home. So um, I really just because of that, I I liked the idea of working remote. And I was again a technology guy. This was actually at the time in the mid '90s. And uh, around that same time, um, uh, I'd uh, actually, I think it was around 93 or so, I'd actually started my online service, Interactive Cafe. And 
and that was that went great. It was kind of a fun project. We were basically uh, almost think about it as dial-up internet, but we really had kind of an AOL kind of interface. And we were building a community online, and then eventually the web showed up and uh, kind of kicked our tail in because you know there's access to a whole bunch of information and web pages are popping up every day, and you know there, it was kind of a um, hard to sort of stay in that business. But I really still liked fundamentally the idea of building an online community. Um, not too long afterwards, actually, I think it was still actually in that time frame, you know, America Online was sort of fading on its way down. Prodigy had been there. I was a pretty big uh, user of both those platforms. That's one of the reasons why I got tapped on the shoulder to work at AOL for a little while. And, uh, and, and then in 2000, well, first I went through a dot-com collapse. So I ended up um, sort of working from home, trying to figure out what I was going to do and tried selling some cars and that really was not pulling me in. And, and then I got my real estate license while I was looking for my next project. And it turned out that real estate was my next project. I built a, a, a nice personal practice in my fourth year in the business, uh, had a team uh, doing about $60 million in production. And in 2007, I went independent from being inside of a real estate office and started my own personal uh, real estate brokerage. And we, we were um, up to four offices, I believe, in 2008. And then the, the housing market just totally collapsed. We were actually doing pretty good. We actually were on track to have a, a much better year than we had in 2007, even though 2008 was slowing down. But with the uh, mortgage meltdown, Lehman Brothers and all of that, we ended up really having to close um, three offices uh, and and go into really kind of a skeleton crew on the, the fourth one up in Bellingham, Washington. And in, in April of 2009, a number of us actually got together and the question came up was, uh, how do we, well, somebody asked me quite frankly was, uh, when do we get our offices back? And at that point, you know, the housing market was still really, really slow. And so I re- re- replied that uh, we're not getting our offices back. We don't know how long the market's going to be the way it is. I think I used the technical term. I uh, didn't know how long the market was going to suck. And uh, if it wasn't for certainly the Fed sort of being in there, um, doing what they were doing at the time, uh, you know, the market could have been really bad for a long period of time. And so we, I, I made the statement we need to be able to build a defensible business model without any physical bricks and mortar. And around this time, we were around 25 or so people. wasn't wasn't a huge organization. Maybe if you combined Bellingham, where where I lived, and Phoenix, Arizona, which was our second biggest team, and you sort of put them all together, maybe we had about 35 folks in, in total. So it wasn't wasn't a big organization. But we said, you know, how do we build this thing without any any physical infrastructure? And so we built out some sort of mind maps and, and, and SWATs and, and different different things to sort of look at what that looked like. And what we realized fairly quickly is that if we didn't have physical offices, we needed a way to build a community. And uh, we, we looked at, you know, at the time it was Skype, nowadays it's Zoom, um, you know, or, you know, GoToWebinar or, or um you know, some of these other WebEx, you know, all of these different sort of uh, web conferencing platforms. But back then, Skype was kind of the, the one. Um, and uh, we we looked at Skype and, and it just didn't make sense. Um, it's, uh, you know, one thing that's a challenge for, for Skype is it's a little bit too transactional. You have to actually schedule, you know, actual meetings, which for some people probably works just fine. And then the other part 
that I that I saw pretty quickly was the fact that you know you had to have your webcam on uh, in order to sort of engage with the person on the other side. And uh, I always played you know struggled with the um, bad hair day. You know, very, a lot of people are subconscious in front of a camera, and uh, I sort of fit that mold a little bit, uh, not as much as others, but still enough that the camera was a little bit of friction for communication. And so we said, okay, this this doesn't quite cut the cut what we're looking for. And around the same time, uh, Second Life was kind of a big deal. So many of you may have heard of Second Life. Second Life was the 3D, it's still around actually. It's a 3D virtual world, it's kind of a social network. And uh, I, we looked at, we actually literally took some of our tech team and other folks and we went to different, different 3D virtual world platforms. And um, uh, the, the Second Life piece didn't really work for us because it was too all over the map. It was too technical. It's still actually quite technical to sort of use the platform. But we really liked the idea of a virtual world as a sense of place. And so that was one of our first truly enabling technologies that we embraced back in uh, October of 2009. We actually at that time referred to ourselves as the world's first fully immersive Web 3.0 real estate brokerage. Now, that's a little bit um, of a mouthful, uh, I, I will admit, but uh, we kind of saw the, the the 3D virtual office as being uh, uh, the place that we would go to work. And and so we, we did that and actually told the team, because um, we were closing down the, the last sort of physical office that we had at a, at, at a office building. And I said, uh, guys, take your computers home with you. And uh, we had three, three guys that were working there. Uh, Kirk, Gabe, and Eddie, all three still I still work with, um, even though our organization is quite a bit larger. Um, Gabe's actually getting ready to, um, quote-unquote, retire at, at a fairly fairly young age, for at least uh, for a short period of time, in his, in his 30s, uh, because of us working together for the last uh, 12 years or so. But uh, I said, guys, why don't you take your computers home? Uh, this is either going to work or it's not going to work. And so we uh, we all went home. And we all showed up in a virtual world on October 6th of, of 2009. And we launched um, our, this company, EXP Realty. And what was, what happened was quite amazing, actually. We, we actually started to work together. And we were actually more engaged in a virtual world than we'd ever been in physical, in, in real life. Now, um, it kind of sounds kind of strange, but I was able to be more engaged actually from my uh, my home office uh, than I was ever able to be engaged with the team from a physical office. And it was because there was a, there was a place that I could sort of drop in, say hi, there wasn't all of that commute that went from place to place. And there were conversations and bantering and water cooler and all the things that would take place in a physical office, but it was done in a remote setting. Now we had to solve a few things along the way. And in the podcast, we'll talk about some of those, those, those aspects, but we, we solved it very iteratively, uh, very real time. We we're all together solving these things um, as a team, and uh, it really bonded us together. We've got uh, you know a lot of basically, I think almost every single person. There's only like one or two people that from those early days left the team, um, but since those early days, we've grown you know dramatically. 20, uh, 25, 35 folks, a uh, few staff, some agents, um, multiple states in, in the U.S to now a real estate brokerage that's now operating in all 50 U.S. states. Um, we're in most of the provinces in Canada, we're in the U.K. and Australia. 
and we're, we're combined um, probably with staff, probably over 29,000 uh, individuals in those uh, in those four countries, and then and then we even have remote uh, folks that work actually in other countries as well, more on the technical side. But uh, we've got uh, some other other staff members that are that are doing um, helping us with the business. So with that, we we had a lot of things that actually we did really well. We built uh, some a community that is probably one of the strongest communities in the real estate industry. Um, if you do some searches and you start to, to do some, some research on eXp Realty, you'll find a, a lot of interesting data out there. One that's really cool is for the last three years, Glassdoor has ranked us as one of the top employers in uh, in the U.S. And and uh, that's, uh, you know, alongside a lot of really big employers. I mean, the same list that, you know, Apple and others are on, we rank in the top 100 employers. And there's, you know, hundreds of thousands of employers that are ranked in this particular ranking. And in that same period of time, I was ranked in the uh, as a top uh, CEO, one of the top 50 um, CEOs in the small to mid-sized category. Not sure where we're going to come out. Um, uh, I think now we're considered a large company, but we'll see where I where I end up uh, this year on that. Uh, but uh, but this last year, we're in the top 100 large companies to work for, according to Glassdoor, uh, according to the Employees' Choice Award. And the reason why we've been able to do that is because we built a really unique ecosystem that uh, really um, allows people to work from anywhere. Uh, I'll talk a little bit about uh, the four A's that I think about remote work. And the four A's are you need to be able to work from anywhere on anything with anyone. Um, and uh, what's the fourth A? Um, anywhere, anything, um, uh, anyone, um, at any time. So those are those are the four the four A's. And I'll talk a little bit more about the four A's in, in a future um, podcast. But uh, we really found that that if you could sort of solve for the four A's, that um, that it really um, provided this really unique ecosystem to grow grow a grow a company. Now, um, you'll virtual worlds for business are, is not a common phrase. It's not something you hear about, and yet I talk I've talked about it for years as being the single. Um, most important technology to actually building a fully remote organization, and um, and and so there's there's a unique way to do that that gives you so many advantages over your more um, well over other ways of being remote. Now, it's not to say that other organizations can't be successful working other ways, but from the way that I look at it, uh, there's there's no um, technology that will give you a bigger lift in your business than than trying to figure out a way to create a sense of place for your company if you do, in fact, go fully remote. Another uh, another piece of the puzzle is that uh, we were fully remote from the beginning, and and we're uh, we're in the middle of the the COVID nineteen virus, and and uh, if you're reading a lot of the the press and the news that that's out there, a lot of organizations are starting to see that if they're a hundred percent remote as an organization, executives all the team members, et cetera, that if they're all in the same boat, all of a sudden they actually engage in a totally different way than when you have two disparate organizations, one working in the physical office, and, and they tend to be the ones that get all the attention and get all the resources and, and, and so on and so forth. And then you have the organization that, that's remote that is sort of doing menial type projects and labor, 
and and not very connected to the organization. And even though they're 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 doing good work, they're not recognized for the work that they're doing. And and so for us being a hundred percent remote organization, we didn't we didn't struggle with that. There was no um, there was no group of, of of individuals who were more empowered because of where they worked or 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 how they worked together than any other part of the organization because we all did the, we all worked the same way and so that was really one of the one of the secrets and and we'll we'll talk a little bit about that as well in a in a, in a future podcast but I wanted to just kind of lay the uh, foundation here for uh, for future podcasts uh, this is the first one and um, and. The, the future ones, the the production quality and all the other things will, will get better with the with the podcast. But I just want to kind of just lay it out there that there's a really if if you start to embrace this this working remote um, mentality and and philosophy because there's a philosophical element to it and why it's so powerful, it can give you a lift in so many different ways. Um, financially, certainly, you've got a lower cost to operate. In, in a lot of businesses, the single biggest cost to run a company is the physical office or the physical infrastructure. And then, then you've got the, the staffing costs to go along with that. And a lot of times, um, there's a lot of duplicate staffing costs, especially if you support multiple uh, physical uh, infrastructures around the country or around the, the city, et cetera. And, and yet, in a lot of cases, you don't actually need that infrastructure. Um, clients don't maybe come into their, that infrastructure, there may not be a need for, there may not be any client interaction whatsoever, but it's a place where you sort of work on whatever it is that you work on. And if you can get beyond that and you can get into this really remote work environment, all of a sudden you can be connected, you can have community, uh, you won't, don't feel socially isolated and, uh, and, and people actually are generally happier in the way that they work. So, um, kind of a long intro for, for my first podcast. Um, and uh, again, uh, thanks for listening and uh, have an awesome, awesome day wherever you're at and look forward to uh, having you on a, on the next podcast. Thanks. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks again for listening to the first episode of the Working Remote Podcast. Uh, this is a work in progress, and uh, it's only going to get better. We're going to have guests on in the future. We're going to talk about many aspects of being remote and, and how you can engage with your team, build collaboration and community on the cloud, and uh, maybe take your business to the next level. So again, thanks for being uh, a part of our audience today, and be sure to hit that subscribe button. Have a great day. Talk to you soon.